just for you. My Xanadu Patreon, my Xanadu Collective is there and ready to accept you in and support you in your expansion and your grid work. It is hard for me to do anything comedic, which I have to be fake serious. But for real though, the Patreon is so much fun and come join the party. You can also book any of my available services, some which I haven't even put on the menu yet because I don't know what to call them. I'm your one-stop shop for readings, energy work, uh, animal communication, mediumship, and anchoring of your consciousness. So I even do academic tutoring. So if I can be of service to you or you want to join the Patreon, that is where you get the most bang for your buck because you can get a reading every month if you join at the VIP tier. And I'm always running specials each month for bonuses for when you join at any tier. So head on over to my link tree and check out my Patreon, my services on Square, and my other podcasts as well. I am providing you with as much entertainment and love and resources and fun as I have in me, and I appreciate my patrons more than they know. I thank them on the daily and I would love to be thanking you on the daily. So if you would like to support the podcast, that is a great way to do it by joining the Patreon. Much love. And if I can be of service to you in a private reading, book that at my Square Booking site through the link tree. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Now back to that interview. They just seem to be getting it done, even though they're a smaller amount. Um, and we know that in the US system, numbers count. Mm-hmm. The system is based for numbers. And I will tell you now that I see the probability of Texas and a few other states, but significantly Texas, seceding and getting to reaching that point where that option is very apparent to people. Like you can choose it. You get to choose it. And that would be a justice. That would be a wrong 
being given the opportunity to be righted because of how Texas came into being. Mm -hmm. Today, well, yesterday, last night, here on the island in Trinidad, a major political event happened, major upset. Um, our twin island, which is Tobago, um, the ruling uh, party lost political power over the other island. So now the other island is essentially, um, there is a, a, a house of assembly um, that takes care of their needs and, and, and enacts their policies. And it's now ruled by um, a political group that wants secession. They want to break up the Twin Island state. They want to go not just independent, they want liberation. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be an upset for a lot of people. But it will be a justice. It will be a writing because of how the island came into being uh, as a Twin Island state. Trinidad bought Tobago. Well, they say that they bought Tobago. They didn't. They uh, allowed Tobago to become so indebted to it that they took over the country. Mm -hmm. They didn't take them over. They didn't invade them with wars and, and ships and all that stuff. They allowed economic slavery. Uh, because Tobago was its own country, with its own culture, with its own people, with its own accent, with its own history. It was ruled by an entirely different uh, group of people. And this was fairly recently in, in terms of history. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> they just took it. And Tobagonians have never felt included. They feel like the oppressed. They mm. feel like Trinidad is the invaders. They just weren't invaded with guns um, or in a war. Um, and they have always felt separate and oppressed. And so the voice there for secession is loud. And they're getting it yeah. done. Yeah. But this comes back to the will, right? Uh-huh. The conviction. With regard to Texas, though, and some of those other states that, you know, succession is a is a discussion of potential, mm -hmm. um, they're they're not like they're not doing it to be liberating. No, they're not. People who actually need it, they're doing it no. to No, they're not. That's why I said yeah. it's from the most unlikely, like the most unlikely group of people. But yeah. if you think, if you think about, if you <clears throat> stretch your mind back to the history of these places, when people call in for justice, when, and the loud, and the, the voices for justice in America are very loud. When people call in for natural justice, when people call in for things, the wrongs, the historical wrongs to be righted, when people call in for things to be set back into balance and harmony, how far back do you expect it to go? 
Right. Well, because my point is just that, you know, most of Texas, like, belongs to another country. So if mm-hmm. it makes itself separate, then what does that mean? Like, because it's not going back to uh, who. No. Origi- yeah. No, it's not. But yeah. like I said, in chaos, right? In chaos mm-hmm. energy. And when we're talking about things going back into balance, things being righted, wrongs mm-hmm. being righted, things being put back, the do-overs, um, things going backward, right? Time essentially moving backwards, events mm-hmm. moving backward. Uh, while, we're, while we are all standing still, and time moving backwards, if you want to think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be the most unlikely things that would happen to get to where it is that people uh, okay, I get what you're saying because it doesn't so much matter uh, what the catalyst the of it is so yeah. much as it's about um, being process. a catalyst for the process of writing uh, mm-hmm. wrongs. Writing wrongs yeah. and healing yeah. hurts and injustices. Mm-hmm. When people call for justice of the land and earthquakes happened, and storms happen mm-hmm. and um, you know natural events happened mm-hmm. that's not what they asked for <laughs> right right uh, <laughs> yeah so so on a like a planetary level because mm-hmm. I know we've talked before about um, the celestial bodies having consciousness mm-hmm. um, like how does that layer apply to to this um so is it like sorry i'm like i'm trying to grasp this so we've talked before about you being the hand and when we talk about the hand um listeners i'm talking about this uh formation in space that looks like the hand of god really when photographed from our perspective and Um, that there are, you know, there are celestial bodies that are made up of, of galaxies and, and, um, so I'm trying with my little pea human brain to understand the layers of all that and like how then, uh, does the consciousness of the sun, uh, and, um, Terra, like how do those consciousnesses, relate to each other is it is it like a yeah yeah so uh quick correction the i call myself the hand and there is a formation of the hand and i thought wow okay wow that's me but let me just correct that that is not me the hand um i am a, a a a so I am a celestial formation. I'm a, I'm a, uh, a, um, a solar system. That's one of my, but it's, it is called the five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the hand. The hand is a larger expression of me that is in an entirely different realm. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond 
planetary uh, consciousness, mm -hmm. right? Because the Panda is a shortened verb, um, term. It is a title given to describe my place in creation. I am mm -hmm. the hand that shapes the will. I'm not just the hand, I'm the hand that shapes the will. That's the whole title. Mm -hmm. So um, the, it was a very romantic idea. <laughs> and I held on to it. It was, it was a very romantic idea and I held on to it that that was me, but really um, in, in honesty, no. <laughs> no, okay. very, very no. Uh, we are the five um, and the hand is a larger expression of us. Mm -hmm. So let, I had to correct that. Yes, I, I, I just kind of fell in love with the idea of my <laughs> planetary being, being shaped by hand. Okay. Um, so the celestial relationships that they have uh, with each other, it is very much like, like how you, when you're having your challenge, your channelings, it's like conversations and you, I'm, I know that you sense personalities, right? Um, with, yes, with each one and the personalities itself is big and huge. And when you're hearing those personalities, you don't sense each an individual, each and every consciousness that is attached to those larger personalities. Right. So when you're hearing, so when you're, you're, you're speaking to Tara and you're hearing Tara, Tara is in many ways in your hearing isolated from the voices of every human that you're that's on this planet. Yes. Because every human on this planet has its own space. Essentially, they have their own uh, little magnetic bubble, mm -hmm. their own lateral magnetic field that um, is capable of integrating with each other and the planet as well as isolating itself and being holding its own space. Mm -hmm. um, so Terra is and has always been. And she is part of a larger group of beings that set out to achieve a particular purpose. Every planetary system has a mandate. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. when they are created and they are in many ways they are a star family they're a star family they have a mandate they have a purpose and um um to create and to bring into being because being a celestial as she is she creates and she mm -hmm. creates the space to create. So Tara has her own children um, and she has adopted children. <laughs> <laughs> right? She has her own right. children and she has adopted children. And she takes on the mother role, the father role, the sister role, the brother. She takes on all the roles of the family um, mm -hmm. in her space. And just like 
every human on the planet that has their own magnetic bubble and they are allowed to connect and separate. Tara and her family are exactly that. They have their own magnetic bubble where they can connect and they can separate. They're allowed to hold their own space as well as be part of a larger creature. Mm -hmm. But they are very separate personalities, huge personalities, big personalities. And if it is that you think that ego is just a human thing, it really isn't. (laughs) It isn't because there are disagreements. There are, Mm -hmm. um, there is emotion. There is arrogance. There there are fights. There are, you know, it's a soul Mm -hmm. family. It is a star family. And what we experience here in our very small bodies is merely a microchasm of a larger macrochasm. What we are experiencing here among our own families is very much similar um, on a larger scale in Uh a bigger way in these large celestial families. So when I said that it feels like... um... Tara and the son have some sort of beef with each other. <laughs> That's not entirely uh, a wild prob- you know, possibility. <laughs> yeah, because the son is an arrogant bastard, isn't he? Uh-huh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm the biggest. And he likes to I take control and he's extremely out. dominant. And I would use he, but sometimes he would want to be considered a bit of a she because, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, mm-hmm. they tap into all forces and all forums. And it can be just a jackass. <laughs> I love and she this can be a bitch. Yeah. And she can be a real bitch. So, you know, it just, it's, and, uh, you know, and some people just need to stay out of that conversation and let the people let <laughs> the grown ups sort it out themselves. Yeah, so the grown-ups are talking. The children need to be silent. That (laughs) is so funny. That is so funny. So, um, you know, whatever it is, uh, (laughs) Tara and the son are having their um, their little their tango. That's what it feels like to me. It's like this tango because. Tara needs the sun's energy for, mm-hmm. you know, creating and to have life on the planet. And a lot of people don't realize this, but um, because we just think of the sun as heat and we think of it as, you know, um, like making water disappear. But when the solar radiation hits Earth's uh, magnetosphere and, you know, Earth and the sun are connecting with their energies like that, that solar radiation is what helps seed the clouds and uh, move the jet stream and, you know, make everything work that gives us the water, ironically. So. And the sun likes to set the tone. And sometimes I'm just not ready. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. not ready for that right now, okay? Can you just mm-hmm. like get out because I'm not ready, but that's my job. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Well, can you just take a vacation for a while? 
Oh, that's amazing. That is really amazing. I also want to. I also want to say that a lot of people think that the sun is a portal, and it is. Uh, but all mm -hmm. the planets have that cap capability. Yeah, yeah, that makes all sense. the planets yeah. have that capability of being a portal into their deeper self. Mm -hmm. A portal into their deeper selves. So Earth itself can be a portal into, I suppose deeper earth <laughs> deeper gaia deeper terra mm -hmm. you know other expressions of terra um closer to her mm -hmm. beyond her planetary forms right wow so what an amazing uh just what an amazing conversation we had so far. And I, while you were talking about all of it, um, have you seen Eternals yet? It's the new, no. I don't even know if you watch Marvel movies, but. I, um, I, I, I try not to. <laughs> yeah, 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 I figured. But this one in particular, and I'm not going to say too much because not everybody's seen it and I don't want to spoil it, but. This particular movie, this one you should watch because mm -hmm. uh, everything you just said um, is kind of like, uh, uh, and it, it fills it fills some gaps for me because when I saw that movie. Um, First of all, Athena is a character, and mm -hmm. we know I have embodied that consciousness a lot of times and been a warrior for, you know, like a, like an avenging angel a lot of times. And um, this movie, watching this movie, and then it also talks about Celestials and uh, then the Eternals and... So the words that they're using and whatnot and the imagery with which they uh, try to communicate it um, is, of course, like, you know, Hollywood, uh, like they have to make it this big story mm -hmm. and this to, to get people to understand, because I don't think they would understand necessarily in any other way. But um you know, and but I knew when I was watching, I'm like, okay, well, there are parts of this that are really making a whole lot of sense. And then I had a whole lot of personal, like, uh, I mean, for me, it was like watching someone put um, my galactic experience on a screen and showing it to me in a lot of ways. And so I was really grateful the person I was with didn't think I was crazy <laughs> because I was sitting there like, I'm having a totally different experience of this movie than everyone else in this theater right now. Um, but, and since then, I have talked to several people who have also seen it and had similar uh, sorts of activating experiences watching it. And so there's a lot of talk about it, but you definitely need to watch that one when you get a chance because okay. it is, it is, I mean, it's wild. You're going to be like, holy crap, because you basically just said 
like a lot of the plot of the whole thing and um but uh the yeah I can't say too much because like I said I don't want to be a spoiler for the movie okay. for other people but uh, okay. maybe I'll, I'll, yeah. it, I'll, 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 I'll attempt this week to watch an English speaking film <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think if we like if you watch it and then we talk about it after like oh like and we I wouldn't put it out for like a month or so until people mm -hmm. can deal with it you know so that people have had a chance to see it but um and then put spoiler alert all over that episode but um just the parallels are truly fascinating and there are parts of it that that i know uh from my celestial self that uh are are not accurate and not you know, the, they're the sensationalized Hollywood parts. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be interesting to talk about. But wow, what an answer to my question. And um, in a roundabout kind of way. <laughs> yes, beautiful. But always necessary. I, always <laughs> necessary because with, with the Eternals coming out recently and then the Matrix coming out now, this is going to be bringing up so much uh deep um like deep hurts. trauma deep hurts deep uh because what you're talking about with the the consciousnesses and us being like our bodies like being the place for them to download but then the bodies becoming sentient it's like no wonder those movies have such an impact you know uh, especially for people who are not awake at all to higher consciousness or anything, and they're not, um, they're not working towards a symbiosis with their, because that's like what you're talking about. I feel like the, the idea of ascension or um, expansion or uh, being fully embodied, it's, it's really about finding finding your balance, your symbiosis mm -hmm. with this this consciousness that you're you were made to house, but also uh, the sovereignty of the consciousness that was created by creating this body to house the other one. So exactly, is, and you, know, you have to remember, one. yeah, and remember that the wars happened over time. So there were wars, people died, creatures died, came back as different creatures mm -hmm. on different sides, right? The cycle mm -hmm. of death and rebirth, right? And having the opportunity to um, experience different sides as well. Uh-huh. For, for the learning, for the growth, for the understanding. For the, growth, for the learning, for the understanding. Yeah. And then being, um, uh, you, oh, what was her name? Our co-host on Meow, what's her name? Oh my gosh, she still listens to your stuff. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say her name, but you know who I'm talking about. 
Uh, number one or number two? <laughs> number two. <laughs> okay. All right. Gotcha. Number yeah. two. Right. Yeah. So she had um, a lot of uh, galactic memories being an observer, mm -hmm. um, a, a recorder of people's experiences. Like she had, she, I, she shared with me that she was, um, that people that came in from the battles, she was essentially the cosmic reporter, the, the mm -hmm. correspondent. Um, they would they would be coming in and they would be you know getting patched up or healed or whatever it is and she would be there to interview them of their experiences um, and I remember her first question to me is like um, what war did the Palladians start and I was like oh god damn it oh god <laughs> damn it she's like and, and this is like, what war did the Palladians start? And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Because you know that nobody ever talks about the shitty side of the Palladians, right? It's mm -hmm. just me. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> mm -hmm. What war did they start? And I was like, oh, damn it. So, yeah, you know, people are um, not before time coming into their greater knowledge of themselves um, to start their healing when they are essentially ready. And I think that they're doing it uh, collectively together so that they have witnesses and handholders and mm -hmm. um, people who can sympathize and hold space for them um, mm -hmm. and have a comforting community um, and like me, who was like pissed with the Palladians for a long time, didn't have anybody to tell that to. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you finally get to express some of that that you've been holding. Uh, and so I think it, I think it is right timing, just in time, mm -hmm. just in time. Yeah. Next year is going to be wild. I think so too. And I, I, uh, you know, I've talked to a few other people. I'm slowly, uh, attracting other Mintakins without attempting to do so. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm talking about it more, I'm sure that, but I, I feel like there, there are going to be a lot of them, um, waking up. Like a lot of them are people who are already awake, but they have not put those puzzle pieces together yet they have mm -hmm. not felt that call but once once more people do um that will heal so much uh on we you know it was mm -hmm. like that deep the deep grief of believing that um there's nowhere to go home to uh and that what like what the concept of home is mm -hmm. but um uh, me, I, can I talk about my hurts? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Mine is not really about home. Mine is about being alone, being the only one of my kind. That is my deep, deep hurt. Wow. And so in this, in this particular, ex, you know, human experience of Serafina, 
you have like you have real world uh it's real world isn't the right word you have the the human experience now of being a black woman and a and an Indian woman and a you know having these um, what what they call mixed heritages right mm-hmm. uh, all dealing with feeling like often being just like we talked about on our yoga panel last mm-hmm. week of being the only one in the room mm-hmm. like you and so for you you are literally like the only one on the planet <laughs> like you <laughs> and that that must feel very um lonely and yeah. um what like what do you think what do you think uh can help heal that hurt for you about um like being in this human experience being the only kind really of yours on our planet um, i think that i think that seraphina's hurt um uh and her resentment to the we um is in the fact that she was the only one of her kind that Mm -hmm. was created um Mm -hmm. and there is a significant amount of resentment which is what created the anomaly right right Um, uh towards the we because there is and there is so much jealousy uh which was a hard emotion for me to experience as a human mm-hmm. um, hard as in difficult to experience not hard as in uh uncomfortable as in it was a very difficult emotion for me to fathom and understand but now that I do I recognize that I have a significant amount of jealousy towards um, other beings uh, who are pairs, like twin flames and pairs and counterparts Mm -hmm. and um, soul families and soul groups. Because as when I was incarnated as other creatures, for them to experience. Um, I was part of collectives and groups and, uh, you know, being part of a faith family and Mm -hmm. all of these things. But at my truest conscious level, right, Um, as the I, I'm I'm just me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's no we at that. Where people can go, they can... Uh, cycle through their higher consciousnesses to um, a we and I cycle to a we that I have great resentment for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes, that is, that's a tough one. And is it, do you think it's because, uh, because I'm assuming, I mean, I, are, you're not the only one anywhere like is there are there others like you um elsewhere like other other we's uh there are other we's and i have so met um, that yeah, have, have come that. here yes there are the we's yeah. that have come here yeah and so you feel kind of like well why did i have to go this time 
there are other weaves and yeah. those weaves yeah. are unique um, mm. um i met a lady who she spoke to me about she was aware of um a consciousness that was a collective um and i said yeah okay that's that's who you are and you know let them speak to you mm -hmm. um i forget her name and it's probably a real reason why i forgot her name but i mm -hmm. suspect she is in our um community Mm, mm -hmm. But I've forgotten who that is, and I probably forgot who that is purposefully because I didn't right. because I told her to um, stop listening to other people's voices um, mm -hmm. and listen to the voices. Stop reading the books <laughs> that tell yeah. you what the voices are yeah. <laughs> and listen to the voices. Yeah, step yeah. away for a bit. Yeah, um, I the the thing about the books that's so poignant because um there there are a lot of people who it's like and it it's okay if if it's like an enjoyment and all that but and everybody comes to knowledge in different ways but I think they get lost in um like you're saying instead of listening to the voice or voices that they have access to within themselves they're constantly seeking externally and mm -hmm. so the books are just another way really to seek externally a lot of times. And um, you, you, at some point you have to, you know, it's like, like Jessica said a year ago, at some point you have to graduate mm -hmm. <laughs> and, go, and go on to the next thing. Wow. What a conversation this has been. I know I'm going to talk to you in a couple of days for your podcast and mm -hmm. um I'll I have no excited. idea what we're going to talk about, though. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. I was, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what you want to talk to me about on there. And Maybe where I'll go watch Colonel's just in time for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that would be very interesting. Uh, well, anything else that you wanted to ask? Because I'm, I realized, right, um, mm -hmm. I'm really good at responding um, and when people ask me questions, but to just like talk off the bat, it's like, uh, I need the stimulus. <laughs> I need the stimulus. Ask me the question and I can answer. Very similar to how I do my, um, my, my tower reading. I find it easier to read for people as opposed to read um, for a camera. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about that. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions at the moment. Uh, I really can't think of anything else. Like my brain, my mind is spinning. This is all stuff that like you're semi-aware of and carry around. And it's all new to uh, little old earth me. So my brain is going a million miles an hour, but it just... Can, it I, tell you, can I tell you something that's really uh, horrible and awful and um fascinating at the same time sure <laughs> um, so you know that they're the creatures that there are some there are these little kind of like flying creatures in the sun like the sun mm -hmm. has its own beings right mm -hmm. and they're they they kind of have like solar wings 
um, those kinds of creatures. Uh -huh. And uh, at some point, I used to hunt them. And they, I remember, I hunt them, I used to hunt them to eat them. And I remember, I remember you talking to me. About I remember the taste of them. And if anybody has ever knows what sunlight tastes like, it is like the most amazing, like the best kind of elixir orange juice kind of thing ever. It's, it's eating sunlight is the like best meal I have ever experienced. Like my memory yeah. of eating, and I, I was, I was obsessed with, it. like it was like my favorite sport, which is wow. horrible, and awful, and disgusting, but I loved eating them, because it was and like eating sun. Well, and from you know, because I met somebody who was one, right? <laughs> I met oh. somebody who was one. And his first words were, don't eat me. I was like, wow, the trauma that my presence brought to him. <laughs> it was wow. like a, a natural reaction. And I was like, because I love the way he smelled. And I would just go up to him and just like sniff him all the time. <laughs> He's like, don't eat me. And I was like. That is wild. But I, yeah. but, you know, I get it. It's like, I get it because you know, we eat animals here and mm -hmm. we consider them animals. So whatever being you were when you were um, hunting the sun creatures, uh, you know, it's, it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're just like a whole bunch of uh, fish eating bigger fish and becoming yeah. bigger, bigger fish as we exponentially yeah. zoom out. Yeah. That and then we use, and, 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 uh, certain uh, tastes go out of fashion. <laughs> Let's put it that mm -hmm. way. Tastes go out of fashion. It's no longer acceptable to eat those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the so the the sun creatures. Um, mm Is there an existence, a world inside the sun for them? Or is it that? Of course a, there is. Yeah. Of course there is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so conscious. hard to even this imagine it. This person yeah. is a conscious human that is walking around that has a really nice podcast. Um, mm -hmm. um, he's a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. He was a sun creature. Wow. That is amazing. When he is comfortable sharing his memories, which I know that he does because he is very much, a, he is involved in um, a Wu community, um, but a, a very, he is just safe. You know, he's not out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right. when he's comfortable starting to, share his memories, maybe the rest of them will also come forward. Yeah. I I know someone who might possibly have had that experience or have that origin as well that I've talked to. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to I'll have to pay attention and 
see if cues come up from that. That mm-hmm. is just, it's all absolutely fascinating. Uh, and I could talk to you for hours, but um, <laughs> I think I, my dog and I need a bio break. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, we could easily talk for hours about all of this. Yeah. Um, so gosh, thank you so much for coming on as always. It's so funny that we have our other podcast, our meow podcast and our guests, and we talk to each other on there, but when we get on audio and we're doing it for each other's podcasts, there's a special magic and rhythm and, um, connection that happens. I think, uh, zoom is great. And it has its advantages, but I think sometimes it, um, it, it pulls us out of that a little bit because we Mm -hmm. are still focusing on the cameras, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love having you on and I'm so glad that we finally made it happen. I know how busy you have been and so have I, because I, I added new things to the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. You're really doing it, doing a lot. (laughs) I, I listened to you, honestly, you told, you told me months ago that we were going, you know, that we needed to have our ducks in a row and you were Mm -hmm. not kidding (laughs) because we're about to like, we have a big wave of new people coming in for Mm -hmm. sure. Well, thank you so much. And tell my listeners where they can find you. Sure. And even though that there are a lot of new people that are coming in, there are a lot of people that those people would have naturally have gone to who are going to step away. I want to make sure that people understand that, that Mm -hmm. 2020 with the shakeups that are going to happen. And this is all part of what we asked for right? Mm-hmm. As a collective, what we asked for with all the shakeups that are going to, because it's, it's not smooth sailing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, with the shakeups, <clears throat> some people are going to choose to step away. I've had enough. Yeah. I'm going to go to sleep. And some healers will close up shop for a while. Mm-hmm. And so the I ones that decide they are going to be flooded. Yeah. Yep. 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 I feel it. I feel it coming. And I have, I've already seen, you know, I'm seeing a lot of different uh, examples of people Mm -hmm. doing very established, very established, very successful, huge Mm -hmm. um, followers, subscribers, um, you know, large media houses um, Mm -hmm. attached to their, to their businesses. And they, just decide to step away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, some of that may be because the, it's time for different kinds of healing and mm-hmm. different kinds of modality. And so if mm-hmm. some of them don't step out of the way a little bit, it's going to become, you know, continue to be like this battle of wills mm-hmm. between what was in the realm of um, consciousness and uh, awakening um, Mm -hmm. and the modern version, the version that has been coming in for the last five years or so 
to assist during this time because I, I mean, I talked to so many people, you know, I've started doing this consciousness anchoring thing and that is a newer thing and it has a purpose and it's very specific. And then I, I, there's so many other people. Oh, I think um, I'd like to try that. That have, I would love to do that with you. You yeah, know, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll fix the anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you know, the thing is, Serafina, it's so funny. And I, I know I'm not trying to end the conversation other than the fact that I just know everybody has to um, do physical maintenance. But mm -hmm. um, I have to tell you, I, uh, because I know you and Tara are related and mm -hmm. I know, um, I just have such tremendous respect and awe for you that that's the only reason that I'm never like, hey, do you want to do a consciousness anchoring or hey, do you want to do this other thing I'm doing? Because um, I like I feel like I'm, it, it, you know, just because I'm older than you doesn't mean that I don't feel um just a tremendous, tremendous amount of respect and awe. And so for me, it's like asking my professor if uh, they want me to, um, you know, teach them what they already taught me sort of thing. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the nicest things uh, that anybody's upset to me. Oh, well, I'm glad it struck you that way because it is totally sincere and but I'm excited and delighted. I would absolutely love to do uh, consciousness anchoring with you because I would love to see what it what it does for someone like you because you're so mm -hmm. different and and almost every experience of it that I do is is different every time. Uh, it just kind of depends on where people are on their journey or, you know, what their mission here is, all of those kinds of things. And um, I'm sure yours will be, <laughs> I should book an, a, an hour and a half for that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a big consciousness. Um, so tell my listeners where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and IG at Serafina Blackman. Uh, you can find uh, my tarot channel where I started doing uh, intuitive messages from uh, Tara's other children, the Fae, or Serafina Tarot on YouTube. And my link tree is Serafina Fraggle because I have a podcast on Anchor, Fraggling with Serafina. Yes, and it is an excellent podcast. And if you were just now hearing about all of that, you must go back and listen to our uh, swap cast about the Orion Wars because they are fabulous episodes. And I love you, my pod partner mm -hmm. and BFF and auntie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and we'll talk again soon. <laughs> yes, I want somebody to ask me about the other stuff too because people are really like interested in like, and it's great. Uh, you know, they love talking about the wars. Oh my God, I get so excited telling a story. But there's like other stuff that happened in uh, other galaxies. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to hear about all that too. Yeah, Maybe you need me to come on your podcast and interview you about your stuff <laughs> to get you to talk about it. Yeah, because they want to talk about the... Um, They've been, oh God, I, I, I started uh, telling the stories and then I was like, I'm so stop telling these stories um 
it was about um, the I would I would call them the the children of man. Uh, I think that that's what Battlestar Galactica calls them, the tribes of men, mm-hmm. um, where they talk about all the the races of humanoids and um, how they're all related and where it started from in the elder tribes and um, and the um, uh, the three sisters and you know, the all father and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that will be fascinating for yeah. next time. Yeah. And um, this has been such an amazing episode. I'll be excited to get this out very soon. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> all right. I will talk to you soon, my friend. Thank Bye. you for coming on. Bye. Bye. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love. Got cat style. Oh.
class and I got cat style.